Girls really do just want to have fun. Welcome to episode 42 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined by my co-hosts Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Pimping all over the world. Uh, yep, I'm pimping. I can't speak for both of you. Actually, I can. I'm always pimping. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is pump pimping happening. Yeah. In my vicinity. <laughs> like I actual might pimping. involve me. I'm not sure. I didn't really think about it yet. Yeah. Uh, actual pimping, like not. Well, I don't know. Actual pimping within th- three to four kilometers. Yes. Really. Yeah. I'm. There's certain part of the cities that are just filled with hookers all the time. Hookers, yes, but are pimps still... Is there still a marketplace for pimps? Yeah, That is a... I mean, it's a big assumption to make that there's no market for pimps worldwide anymore. There's... Pimpery is is doing just fine. Is that true? It feels like it would have been, like, phased out with, uh, with the internet. I agree, yeah. Do you think... Chris, that it Chris was phased out in fucking Zimbabwe because of the internet. No, I just mean in like global westernized markets. Mm. Like overall, it must be down. Is That's there a version of Forbes magazine we can read about this? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. For- Forbes sex work quarterly. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Or it's, it's a not journal. Called- it's not called Forbes, though. It's like a more pimp name, like Farnsworth. It's called Farnsworth Magazine. It's for pimps. Farns, Farnsworth Quarterly. Yeah. Farnsworth Quarterly. It, wait, 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 wait. I was talking about like an academic study of pimps. I think you're going for a magazine for pimps. <laughs> yeah. Was, well, you four said pimps, four. five pimps. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said foo-boo. Foo-poo. <laughs> Foot, no. That's what it would be, for pimps, by pimps. There's no... There's no ooh. No, there's no ooh. Do you see hello, the hello, mic? Hello, hello. Now, hello. now you've unmuted yourself. <laughs> oh, hello. Check, check, check. Fuck. I had my power cord unplugged on my laptop, and so it yeah. died because it can only be unplugged for three minutes. Jesus. Oh, I see. This is the the one you bought last year or whatever. Yeah. I That's, hate it so much. That seems like a short <laughs> time. Yeah, but you can see how big my screen is. You know what I mean? It's great. Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mine, Chris, uh, when, you're, when you're here, I need you to help me with my computer. It's This should not be this shitty. I'm not helping you with your computer. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I don't know anything about Windows Dell laptops. <laughs> what do you know about? I watched uh, Margot Robbie on uh, The Hot Ones, the uh, chicken wing interview show that I want to watch, and uh, it was not interesting. They also had the other co-stars from Birds of Prey on, from her girl gang of naughty ladies. Mm-hmm. But she seems mm-hmm. so um, cool, and she's so beautiful. She's beautiful, that's true, And but she Luna pointed out that she's constantly doing this thing where she's talking when she's being interviewed or just making any appearance that she, like, is posing with her face while talking. She's not just talking. She's, like, 
you know, like mugging yeah. the entire time. And then I couldn't not see it. Any, I didn't notice it because there's certain things that women do that women have a better radar for, I think, sometimes, you know? It's true. I, I know what you mean. And she does do that. Um, and while that can make her maybe a little more annoying in interviews or fake maybe or, or whatever yeah. in an interview sense, it makes it's one of the reasons she's such a great actor. She does. That's true. She you know, that's. That was um that was my retort to Luna. I was like, it must be hard to turn it off. Yeah, she's a ham. She's kind of a ham, and that that's yep. good. That's, that's what good. you want out of a but movie star. But she just star. didn't have anything interesting to say to match it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> was that's the problem. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I will. I watched. Uh, I tried to do. So that was your homework. Was Hot Ones. Uh, I tried. I tried to get through Suicide Squad this morning. I made it like halfway. I'll finish it. Um, I've never seen it. And yeah. I will not see it. I, I never saw seen it, either. it. Don't remember it. I remember it being bad. I guess that's his typecast thing. I guess. And Forky. I love Forky. Forky? <laughs> From Toy yeah. Story 4? Oh, I haven't seen that. You should. I haven't seen Toy Story anything except for one. What? You go to hell. You go to hell. <laughs> That, Toy Story One might be the worst one. Really? I, yeah. And it's, and it's so it's good. It's breathtaking, and I think I'd rank it fourth. No, I, I guess I'd rank four fourth. Did you go like four, one, two, three? From worst to best. Yeah. Yeah, four, one, two, three. That's the order. Yes. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I would. <laughs> Chris, see, Great job, see guys. Toy Story Two. Okay, <laughs> what I want you to do is I want you to see Toy Story 2. Then what I want you to do is I want you to watch Toy Story 2. <laughs> 3 and then 4, yeah. yeah. No, but in between 3 no, and 4, of, you need yeah. to, like, uh, collect yourself yeah. and maybe, like, vacuum the drowning water that will be around you from your tears. Yeah. yeah. Vacuum the, 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 the tears. <laughs> yes. Get out, get out the old Hoover. Yes. The All liquid. Right. The one that does liquids. Oh, like a shop vac? Yes, nice. <laughs> shop, shop back my own face. You might have to rent. Most people rent shop vacs at this point. Nobody really owns one. Right, rent right. I'll back. just, I'll just rent a shop vac. Get myself yeah. some Toy Story DVDs and go to town. Yeah. Drink lots of water. You know, gotta stay hydrated. I mean, rent I get the Toy idea Story that you're like DVDs. making fun, but that would be a great uh, use of your time and money. Chris, it's Toy Story Three. Is it's one of the most emotional. I've, I've ever been watching a movie by far. By me too. Far. Me too. Really? Like, for yeah. sure. Top ten. Uh, yeah. Like weeping violently, like convulsively, stomach hurting, <laughs> painful sobbing, and then I watched it again. Like you can't. I mean, that was a one-time thing. Uh, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Uh, um, Same. Did you feel the same way when you watched the movie Birds of Prey? <laughs> I How love the movie Birds of Prey, by the way. I kind of feel bad spoiling it. It's quite good. That's uh, okay. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. Spoil with love. I watched Spoiler. half of Suicide Squad this morning, so I mean, you know, you're in the zone. That's my level of investment. What can you tell me about Suicide Squad maybe before? What do, is there anything that I, that you would like to tell me about Suicide Squad? Um, very briefly, I mean, you know, you've got your, uh, I'm sure you know the premise, it's villains, and a team of, like, bad villain characters are let out of prison to, uh, 
fight uh, an even greater threat. So it's like in these dark times, we have to turn to the baddest among us. That's the mm-hmm. premise of the movie. Uh, it's very incoherent. It's filmed in Toronto, so it's fun to see Toronto landmarks. Um, I and really just uh, Will Smith is in it, and he's a legend, and that's nice. But Margot Robbie really runs away with the movie. She's uh, she, she's a ham, and she just—it's not a good movie. And yet her line readings like, win every scene she's in. And she plays it very similar to the way it was done on the animated series, I would say. Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. I'll watch um, a bit of that. Yeah, she's got this, she does the same voice that, like, Mr. J, like, New Yorker yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's uh, she's a delight. I haven't seen the whole thing yet, um, so I don't know how it all turns out. Oh, and um, I don't know if he's in it, but um, Jared Leto's just, it's just like, if he wasn't in it, actually the movie would just be better. Like, I'm not saying even replace him. Just if they just cut his scenes. Like, I don't know. What can you, what can you, I don't need it. I don't need it. Did you like Leto's portrayal of the Joker? No, well, I didn't like the movie at all, but like, I'm, I feel so close to him. I love him from a deep and young, impressionable age that I can't ever see past that. Yeah. Even though I'm aware that it was not good. He shops at Hot Topic and he, well, that's sort of Jared Leto period. Yeah, well, it's a shame. I mean, he's... I have four words for you. And you know what they are. Do you know what they are? The first one of them is 30. (laughs) Now I know. And the last three are seconds to Mars. (laughs) Maybe Birds of Prey only kind of sucks. Sam says... I love this. She sings straight up good. Yeah, Yeah. it it was good. It was delightful. But I had a, a first... First for me at the theater last night, uh, I was very nestled into my recliner, and it was the previews. Sat there and had this feeling come over me, which was, I cannot sit here for one more moment with this brassiere on. And <laughs> well, uh, what happened? I removed it. What? Well, what? Why did that suddenly occur to you? I just, it's all I could feel. It was very uncomfortable. And I knew all I was going to be thinking about if I kept it on was this brassiere. <laughs> and, and this is something you had never felt before? This was a first time? I've never taken off my brassiere in the middle of a movie theater and cast it into my takeout bag that I had <laughs> snuck in my food. <laughs> Did you get mayonnaise on your brassiere? <laughs> No, it's perfectly intact. I've yeah, I never never done that. I've never taken off my brazier at any situation just in the midst of something in public. How and how did it work out for you? I felt so liberated. <laughs> That's great. It was the best decision like, I've ever made. I feel like it fits this movie, you know? It's very yeah. a woman empowering film. True. Yeah, I, mean, I hadn't I even like thought of that. The intent at least. I feel like a lot of things about the Harley Quinn character are dated. Right, so that's... The character yeah. itself feels very 1995. <sighs> Must be why I liked it. Okay, so starts off with a voiceover uh, from Harley. And so it's, the whole thing is very tongue-in-cheek, and she's very much like, I'm going to tell you a story. So we kind of cut in and out of linearness because it's like her version of the events. So that's right. the only tricky part of this recap. Otherwise, the story is pretty straightforward, very much straightforward. It's not going to be a problem. We saw Deadpool. We get it. <laughs> right, right, exactly. 
Sam. Uh, and so do these filmmakers. How how have have during the last Suicide Squad and the Harley Quinns and all the stuff have you found her annoying as a character at all? I preferred her in this than Suicide Squad. Okay. But I love Margot Robbie, full stop. But I mean the character that she plays. I haven't been exposed to other Harley Quinns very much. Okay. All right. You didn't watch Batman the Animated Series? No. No. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was a beloved cartoon of our generation. I'm yeah. sure many of our listeners will uh, will be familiar Fun with memories. it. Fond memories. Yeah, and that's probably like, she was not big in the comics, but she was big on that cartoon. That's right. And that was also the 90s. Hmm. Yeah, when was we had not? to watch TV. Yeah, it yeah. was the 90s. So that's yeah. where the 90s-ness of Harley Quinn, or at least maybe the picture of it in my head, comes from. 100%. Yeah, she's very 90s. Yep. That tracks. Okay, well, so she gives a voiceover of her. She's like, where should we start? And then it goes to her being a, a baby. And so we just see an animated form, very, like, old-fashioned cartoon style, just like a brief montage of her life story leading up to now, which was that she was this kid. She got a big education uh, after being with the nuns. Uh, a big education. Like a high, high education <laughs> Oh, oh, as in she <laughs> higher learning received extensive schooling. Yeah. Oh, higher learning. Now I'm with you. Yeah. You know, her, her education was embiggened by the nuns. <laughs> she no. studied with Tupac. Higher learning. I'm with you. It yeah, was a perfectly you, cromulent field of study. You get it. She's a psychologist. She got. She became a psychologist. Was a psychologist okay. or psychiatrist? Oh, excuse me, psychiatrist. Psychiatrist, and the then Alpha. yeah, and then working at the Arc Arkham 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 Asylum. Arkham? And falling for Joker as her patient, and then uh, partnering up with him, and as everyone knows, becoming partners in crime. And she says not getting a lot of the due credit for some of the schemes that he got credit for. So she was mm-hmm. the woman behind the man. Okay. And also, and this was shown in um, Suicide Squad that I watched this morning, he, when he turned, he, he basically, yeah, he, she falls in love with him, and he turns her to his side but she's just like a psychiatrist who's made a bad choice. And then he put her on like a surgical table and he was like, I'm going to hurt you really bad. And he put these like mental, like um, he put these like electrode, these industrial electrode type things on her head and shocked her. And it appeared they implied that he turned her, he jokered her and made her like screwy. Mm, they didn't really get into that in this, but yeah, it is meant to follow the events of Suicide Squad. So that is lore. That would that would be considered lore, I guess, in this. Okay. Okay. All right. So he he quinned her. Yeah, they show the part where she like jumps into the vat of green, whatever, like goo, which I think makes her even more like wonky. Oh, okay. At Axis Chemicals. Yeah. Mm. Oh, maybe the I'm like, sorry, I haven't gotten that part goo. yet. Um. So that all happens, but then as this movie starts, he has dumped her. They're broken up. But okay. he's around. He... He's not in jail or anything. Uh, he's on. He's on I the guess streets. he's on the loose. On the loose, jokering he, somewhere. He's like spoiler alert. He is not in this movie at all, other than by okay. reference. Uh, all right, that's great to know. Yeah. The less of him, the better. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, let's see. So she's dumped, and like it's very fresh, and she's heartbroken. She's the dumpy, and so she's going through all the, like, breakup motions, like, crying and watching movies and, like, 
cheese whizzing into her mouth from the can. Classic. Uh, so oh yeah, yeah. Don't you love a good whiz? <laughs> what's her um what's her house like? Or she got an apartment? <laughs> she lives now she lives in an apartment above a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> That's funny. Gotham? In Gotham. Chinese. Yeah. It's just it's like rom com. So that's yeah, where the true. unlucky yeah. in love protagonist of a rom com lives. It's so, so true. Does she have a relationship with the uh, proprietors? She does. That'll come later. Um, and she also goes out looking for a new pet, and she gets uh, like a giant hyena, and cool. from the zoo. From no, from like a weird pet faci- or like animal cage facility. Uh huh. And then the guy the like, market. Yeah, I guess so. And then <laughs> a cage the- facility, <laughs> like a jail. It's a hyena cage facility. <laughs> and then she, we, the guy hits on her, and so she sits the hyena on him. So, oh, okay. yes, she's like a broken up, broken hearted, lovelorn, but she's still a violent villain. Is she, is she um, broken hearted and like not doing crimes? She's staying home, being sad and eating ice cream? She's being sad, but then to get her head back in the game she joins roller derby so she can like smash people within the confines of rules that's fun and as i recall um that's kind of one of her things is roller skating right yeah so she's probably pretty good at roller derby yeah i'm gonna go ahead out on a limb and predict that all of this is like very quick cuts this is like the roller derby derby thing is like not a big plot point but we just see her like that's how she's kind of getting back into society through roller derby what does she name her hyena? Yes, I was. Oh, I'll get to it, but well, I'll stump ahead. Oh, His that's name is fun. It's Bruce. Oh, it's Bruce. a good name. Yeah, good like name. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Uh, okay. Also, she gets to say, "This is my hyena, Bruce." Yeah. So okay, so she's doing her derby stuff, and she's out with the derby girls at a nightclub, getting wasted, and the nightclub is owned by Ewan McGregor. I'm gonna just call him Ewan McGregor because I don't remember what his character's name is. He has a. He doesn't have a supervillain name. He has a regular name, Roman Sionis. Yeah, he Sionis. has both. Though he has like a villain name too. He does. But yes. I, oh, he does. Okay. Yes. To to be to get the. I'm fan talking boy-ish. like I've seen this movie. To get the fanboying out of the way, Roman Sionis is Black Mask in the Gotham mm. uh, yes. Rogues Gallery. His deal is that he is rich. He was a rich heir like Bruce Wayne, um, but uh, his company failed, and then. Wayne Enterprises had to like buy his company or bail him out or yeah, I think buy his company. And then he got really mad and he was like, I'm going to turn to crime. And he made a black mask and he's like a crime lord. He doesn't have powers. He's a crime lord. Hmm. But... All of that is basically accurate to what you said, except yeah. in this film, the business doesn't fail. He gets fired by his own father and then turns to crime. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. That could have been what happened in the comics. Too. I don't remember. I thought the father died. No, the father died in the comics. Anyway. But that's not even a character in it. It's just like the, that's just told to us as his backstory. Okay. But like wealthy could have been Bruce Wayne, but chose swaggy. the path of crime instead. Yeah. I bet he's pretty swaggy. So in this later, Harley Quinn is like, you're just trying to show your dad through this like backwards effort that you do deserve his pride. Okay. That's so eh, the, the dad right. kind of like exists over his head, but is not actually in the movie as a character. But serves as his motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how does Ewan uh, play play the character? He plays it um, like 
a weird art lover, pervy, uh, like playboy. Okay. Art lover, pervy, playboy. Were you feeling his vibe? A little, but not really. Does he play it effeminate at all? Slightly. Mm-hmm. How's, there, how's his fashion choices? Like weird, like rich, kind of like what Jared Leto would really dress like. <laughs> <laughs> before going on stage, uh, before getting costume into his 30s. <clears throat> Yeah. Marks, leathers. Like yeah. His leathers. <laughs> his chain mail. <laughs> okay, so they're all they're all at the club. Unger's <laughs> the owner, and she's wasted and making a scene because she's still in her like heartbreak, getting too loud, getting too drunk phase. Perhaps living out loud. Yeah. <laughs> And one of the patrons tells her, like, why don't you just shut up? Like, sit down and shut up. Uh And he's sitting, like, slouched in a couch with his legs outstretched, propped on a table. So she leaps up high and smashes down on his legs, horizontal, Mm -hmm. and breaks them. Damn. Under her own weight? Yep. I guess if you jump high enough. She's got strength of many men. She's so little. Well, she's wearing big shoes all the time. Big shoes, Jeremy. Okay, yeah, that'll wait. Yeah, yeah. Big shoes. <laughs> and if you angle breaking. it right, you know. And so Yoon comes out and he calms everyone down. He's like, shots for everyone. Like, it's fine. And we learn that that guy, the leg breaker guy, it was his driver. And so now he can't be, for obvious leg broken reasons. He probably requires his door to be open from the outside when they stop by the driver. And that would be a tricky thing. That's true. true. Um, and then we get a quick cut away to a previous or another scene with Ewan and Messina. So this is actually a flash forward, but we don't know oh. that yet. Oh, that's fun. Chris and... Messina. Yep. He's, so, he's playing a character called Victor Zaz. Yeah. So he has very short bleach blonde hair and two uh, silver teeth. Uh-huh. And okay. he is Ewan McGregor's, like, number one thug, which I thought was an odd choice. It is. And, okay, and again, for the lore, Victor Zaz is, like, a pretty awesome Batman villain. He's just, like, this, like, dope killer. He's extremely sociopathic, but not in a fun Joker way. Um, He carves into himself every time he kills. He marks himself with the knife. So yep. he's got, like, <clears throat> he's got those, like... That's in play. Yeah. So he's he's a good villain. He's fun. Uh, and uh, I cannot believe they cast Chris Messina. <laughs> it's just like crazy. That's crazy. What? I mean, yeah. Chris Messina is pretty affable. And this Zaz fellow doesn't sound so affable. I'm not as up on the, my DC lore as you are. The only way I see this working is if Messina gets in a romantic relationship with Robbie or one of the other characters. This is the only reason you hire Chris Messina. He does not. For the sizzle? For the sizzle, for the sexiness, for the open shirts. He doesn't do any of that. He just kind of plays That's... it as you described, like sociopathic. He does the carvings into himself. He's like bloodthirsty, loves being the number one thug, loves being told to kill. Um, and so in this scene, this flash forward scene, it's the two Insane. of them, Messina and Ian McGregor, and they've got three victims strung up by their legs, uh, like chained. And he is ordered to cut the face off 
the man, the dad, which he does. And then Ewan McGregor is talking to the other two who are the wife and daughter. He's like, I think I might be able to let you free. I don't know. I'm not sure what I want to do. And then the girl's crying. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'll let you go. And then she gets like a snot bubble in her nose from crying. And he's like, ew, is that a snot bubble? I've changed my mind. Take off her face. Wow. So that's Ewan's vibe. And Messina's like, cool, great. No wonder wonder this movie's rated R. Yeah, Yeah. seriously. What did this family... Face removal. What did this family do to him? We haven't learned yet. Oh, right. Flash forward. Yeah. So back to the club. We learn that Harley hasn't told anyone about the Joker breakup yet because as his known associate, she has full immunity to basically do whatever she wants, including this leg breaking, um, without any pushback. Uh, I'm sorry. What grants her the immunity? Being known as Joker's girlfriend. Is it oh, because everyone's too afraid yeah, in the crime to, world. like, retaliate? Exactly. Okay. okay. And even at a certain level in the police world, they just, like, she's known as untouchable. Um, and even when she tries to tell some of the people that they've broken up, she doesn't get taken seriously. So then we see a flashback to her telling the Derby girls, and then she overhears them saying, like, like another time of hearing this, like they're just going to get back together. As soon as he waves his little finger and like beckons her back, she's just not the type of girl that can stand on her own. And so like, that's the emancipation of her from his shadow basically. Hmm. That's, I like the, um, element admitting that or admitting that she's free of him will actually jeopardize her like immunity. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, that's a nice idea. How in this world that DC has created in this film world, how uh, notorious is she in Gotham City compared to Joker? She's pretty notorious. Like a household name like his? Like, has she pulled off any sort of crazy moves that involve, you know, dozens or hundreds of people like Joker often does? Well, I think she she... feels like discredited, uncredited, that she's part of it Mm. and that he gets all the accolades and all the notoriety. And she's just known as like part of it. So she's known, but she she feels that she's okay. I see. All right. Yeah. So later in the same night, she's still wasted and she's upset about this Joker thing and being like known as like that his association to her is this albatross that she drunkenly steals a gas truck and then drives it into the Ace chemical plant and like jumps out of the truck just in time. But it's still moving forward. Um, Mm -hmm. And she throws her J necklace out of the window as she's doing it, like her telltale J necklace, Mm -hmm. which she's like, Oh, I didn't really think that through. That was stupid. What was stupid? Throwing the necklace away. It like identifies the breakup. Like, Oh, she just blew up like the place that she and Joker were known for. And here's her J necklace. And then word like immediately spreads that they've broken up. And so she blew up the chemical plant because she was emotional and she wanted to destroy something and she chose that because that was where she was like born yes so at the same time as this explosion officer rosie perez who's the cop i mentioned is investigating a four-person homicide in a nearby restaurant yes (laughs) yes she is (laughs) yes rosie perez's character's name is renee montoya yes so she's, like, looking at the evidence, and her partner's there, and she's like, I can tell. And they make fun of her. They're like, she sounds like she came out of a 90s sitcom. Like, we got to get to work. And, like, all these lame catchphrases. So they lean into that. 
And she's like, I can tell this is one killer, and it was personal. And the partner's <laughs> like, how can you tell that from this? And so the, <laughs> it's four guys in a booth, and the fourth guy uh, was killed with a crossbow to the throat. And so we see a flashback of that a little bit, and it's Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who's a crossbow villain, uh, motorcycle, like leather kind of gal. We'll learn more about her later. Motorcycle so she does have leathers. She does, yeah. Motorcycle, leather, crossbow. Yep. Vibes. Yep. Okay. Her name is the Huntress. Yeah, but we don't know that yet. And Rosie's like, this is just the latest in a series of crossbow incidents, like crippling <laughs> Gotham. <laughs> I can't imagine Gotham sees too many crossbow incidents. <laughs> no. I like mean, this, to date. This movie's a bit a of fun. <clears throat> sees a lot. Gotham sees a lot. It sees a fat little man who wears a tuxedo and has an umbrella that can fly and shoot people. That would yeah, be the penguin. <laughs> and shoot poison gas out the end of it. From Absolutely. A, no, no actual gas canister. It has a criminal who, every time he commits a robbery, he can't walk away without leaving a complicated series of riddles about how he did it, <laughs> who he is. That's one of the worst ideas for a villain ever. The no. riddler is a really, it's... I know, I know why I you mean, say that. In terms that. of practicality, in terms of this, you can't, you, you can't do that. I know why you say that, and you're right, but there was actually this one amazing comic book run. It could have been, I don't know who it was, could have been Grant Morrison. It was a good writer, and they did a Riddler run, and they explored this, and it got, like, deep into his his psychology. He's like, why do I have to do this? Like, if I just didn't, I could get away free, but he's compelled to. That's beautiful. It made me love the the Riddler, (laughs) because it's so crazy. Did Jim Carrey make you love the Riddler? Uh, no. no, I don't. No. I wouldn't go that far. Although I do no. love Batman Forever. I do too. Oof. I do too. But him and Tommy Lee are the worst parts. Yep. But Nicole Kidman putting up a bat signal so that she can have a Batman booty call is the best part. Doctor Chase Meridian. It's good right. stuff. <laughs> Meridian. Yeah. Get a load of that name and then get another load of it. And then I'll get another load of Seal. <laughs> <laughs> How many loads of seal would you like all together, Sam? <laughs> like nine <Eight>? loads. <laughs> nine loads. Nine loads of seal. <laughs> There's an acoustic version of that that I caught on the radio one time, and it is breathtaking. <laughs> By hand, because I shazammed it, and it was also seal. Was he playing guitar? I don't know, but I was mesmerized. I'm sure he's a guitarist. How could he not be? I shazammed it. You were listening and you were like, oh man, this acoustic Kiss from Rose is really good. I wonder who performs it. And then you shazammed it and you're like, oh, it's Seal. Yeah, it's also Seal. He's de- it's also Seal. <laughs> because who can do Seal's song better than Seal? Oh my God, the man's so talented. He can sing it. He can sing it in the studio. He can sing it live. <sighs> I, I can only just report my truth. That's all we can. I mean, that's what do. this podcast is. Yeah, it's Sam's truth told. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So that's that's why we're here. As yeah. she's investigating this homicide, the explosion happens like right there. So they run out. Rosie and the other police run out, and that she finds the J necklace and puts it together. And so, like I said, word spreads immediately that Harley is single. And the immunity is lifted, and now everyone who has been holding back uh, comes to get her. So, like, the hyena guy that she's sick the hyena on is one of them. Uh, and so they put up uh, graphics, like, incident, 
whatever, grievance, this, like why they're mad at her. And Suicide so, Squad did a lot of that text on the screen as well. Yeah, Ooh. it doesn't do it a ton, but for some of these guys that come for her, um, that happened. The part I don't, I can't get behind is the, she's automatically single because this necklace is here. I get it. I see it. She could have lost it. it. And blew up the plant. Whatever. Maybe she was running away and it fell off of her. No, it was an act of heartbreak. Yeah, but you can't conclusively say that it was. Maybe when you feel the way Rosie Perez feels, you can. Maybe she's able to access a level of empathy that you and I cannot. I guess so. I get. I, I have nothing to say to that. And I also, I will never feel how Rosie Perez feels. I don't think I'd, I'm capable of that. You are. You are so, not. So You're I'll never not. understand this part. And maybe then her police work is sound. But who I am I you. to say? I guess. All right. What happens next on this episode of Get Spoiled, aka Samantha's Truth? <laughs> so she's fending off. Get spoiled. Goons. Colon Samantha's Truth. <laughs> yeah. She's fleeing from Rosie Perez. So like all these like fun. She like very lavishly orders this like egg and cheese sandwich and she's like looking at it like it's a sex object she's very excited for the sandwich and she's just about to bite into it when rosie perez shows up and she's like no and so then they get in a a chase and she's trying to protect the sandwich and then finally it gets like knocked out of her hands in slow motion she's like no and you see like bacon like falling to the ground i found it humorous it really is. It's straight out of the Homer Simpson playbook, and I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, she's fleeing from Rosie Price. She gets away from her. She's fending off goons and, like, beating them a lot uh, with... Through montage, right? This is not one scene. Yeah, montage. Yep. yep. And then finally she gets in a face-off with one beefy guy, and she's like, "What's uh, what did I do to you? And he's like, look at my face. And then we get a <laughs> flashback to her laughing while Joker, or, like, Joker's goons tattoo a smiling face and like high eyebrows on the guy. Uh. <laughs> and oh, I thought it was face removing. Oh no, that was a flash forward. Yeah. No face removing. This is face tatting. Face yeah. tatting. All right. There's a lot of face, face activities. A lot of face work. So he looks like he's got like a clown face. And so he, she's like, Oh yeah, that was you. But like, I didn't do it. I just bet him to do it. So she's very <laughs> cavalier about it, but he's almost got the drop on her when he gets shot in the throat by crossbow villain. <gasps> the Huntress. Yep. But the she takes off. So we don't quite know what her deal is still. She, she just throat shot and then z- zips away on her motorbike? Yeah. Mm, she's playing hard to get. Yeah. So uh, even Ian McGregor is part of this. He's like, oh, now I can get Harley Quinn. I've just been like having to play nice all this time. So he sends Messina and his goons to get her. And then all of a sudden... And don't get upset about the recap, because it'll make sense in a second. All of a sudden, Harley is breaking into police station, screaming, like, where's Cassie? And then it has, like, a hard stop, and she says, wait a minute. You must be wondering, why am I at this police station? We need to go back to the beginning again. I guess. I'm only wondering, because you showed me this scene. (laughs) The scene that's about me wondering? Yeah, like, you... Yeah, you showed me the the Cassie thing. You didn't have to tell it in that order. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was your choice, Harley Quinn, not mine. Don't yeah, put and this she even me. yells at She's like, this is my story, so I'm going to tell it in any damn order I want. I am wondering uh, who is Cassie, the name of the girl that she just shouted in a context-free scene. Yeah, it might not even be Cassie, but anyway, so we flash back, back to the same nightclub night, but then we follow a different storyline. So there's a singer at the nightclub, ah. 
Black Canary is her yep. uh, her username. <laughs> What's her password? <laughs> Do you like to party? <laughs> oh, shit. Don't say that. That's, this is being recorded. I won't put it on the internet or anything. I'm definitely no. putting it on the internet. Always and forever. It's still my internet password. Anyone who wants to come by... Just hop on. Log, hop on, log in. <laughs> log on, log in. Black Canary, do you like to party? <laughs> and Black Canary, I noticed, is played by a woman named Journey Smollett Bell. Yes. I have to the assume that's, sister. that's the sister of yes. uh, that guy that maybe got robbed, but maybe Correct. not. Who's to say? Nobody will ever yes. know. Yes. Because prejudice. She also uh, played yeah, a young friend on Full House back in the day. Hmm. She was actually uh, quite good in it, and I found her physique to be very muscular. Rad. Okay. All right. So Journey Smollett Bell as Black Canary at the club. At the club. So she's singing uh, and entertaining the crowd with her vocal silence. So this is like a classic club. Is she like like sort of doing it like noir style singing? Kind of, yeah, like jazz standard-y style. All right. All right. And we see Yoon's meeting the guy that will soon have his face stripped. So we get a, like, a little bit of information on what was going on with there, which was he was trying to get the guy to give his money laundering business to Yoon instead of who he was already using. And the guy was like, oh, I've been in, like, I've been in business with so-and-so for 40 years. Like, I have no need. And he said, just think about it. Just sleep on it. And then the sleep on it results in the flash forward of the face removing. So I guess when you remove a man's face, you get his money laundering business. Or you make a statement enough to know, to tell the next guy, when I ask you, just do it. And so he looks out the window, and so this later in the evening, Ewan looks out the window of the club, and he sees Black Canary beating up some of the goons to save a drunken Harley, because they like kind of know each other just from the club world, but they're not friends. What goons were attacking Harley? I thought she's still immune at this time. This was right after... The immunity pullback. Oh, I thought this was a flashback to the club night. Yeah, but the club night is the night that she blew up the chemicals. So it's like just later in the night. Oh, she went to the club after she blew up the chemicals? I think she goes back where she's like near it again. And so he sees Black Canary helping her and he immediately is like, Christmasina, I've got a cool idea. Make Black Canary my new driver. Because remember the old driver that she broke the legs of? He can't be my driver. I like that he said he has a cool idea. <laughs> I've got a cool idea. Hey, Victor, here's a cool idea. Make like that Harry. woman my driver. She's yeah. a singer. And she says, but I'm good just being a singer. And he said, and Messina says, you're the driver now. Be here at 9 a.m. tomorrow. They really, they really believe in her in this new vocation. They do, but they're also not uh, giving her the opportunity to opt out. Did they ask to see her driver's license? No, that's what I would have said. Like, sorry, I just don't know how to drive. See? Maybe she's kind of into it, though. Yeah. Eh, she seems nervous but capable. Nervous but capable. Maybe that's what. Uh, maybe that's why McGregor thought it was such a cool idea. Yeah. So she shows up the next day. Oh, as... sorry. One more question. Yep. What, why did Black Canary beat up the thugs to protect a drunken Harley Quinn? Are they friends? Do they know each other? They know each other. They had spoken earlier in the club, but they were not friends. And it was more just like, oh, these guys are kidnapping a drunk woman. I'm going to step yeah. in. Okay, it's the right thing to do. 
Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, so she shows Respect. up the next day to Respect. Ewan's house, and he shows her all his masks and, like, culturally insensitive artifacts from all his travels. He's like, that. look at these shrunken heads from, like, Ecuador. Isn't that cool? He used to be a 1,000 years old, and now he's just, like, this thing that I have strung up as decoration in my home. Isn't life crazy? I'm not sure that I love this character. <laughs> I don't like how culturally insensitive he is. <laughs> Everything up to this point, I was fine with. So then Rosie Perez approaches Black Canary privately and says, hey, I used to have an arrangement with the pri- previous driver. He used to give me information on Ewan McGregor's bad dealings. I'd like you to do the same. Who who says this to Canary? Rosie Perez. Rosie. Detective Montoya. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> All right, I said to hack. Yeah, rip it. Grip it, rip <laughs> it. <Not complaining>. <laughs> <laughs> what is Canary... What does Canary say? She declines. She says, that's not my thing. Uh, I'm not a snitch. And Rosie Perez says, well, what about your mother? She was always very helpful back in her day. And Black Canary says, oh, yeah? She was super helpful, always thinking about everyone else but herself. But where the hell were you when she got murdered in cold blood on the street? Peace. Her mother was the original Black Canary. She's Uh, like a legacy. I see. She also married Green Arrow. They were an item. This Black Canary or the mother Black Canary? This Black Canary. Really? Hmm. Father was so a cop. Oh, wow. Mother okay. was a crime fighter on the side under her father's nose. Okay, so at home, Black Canary shows up. He's in an apartment building, and she sees a kid. I'm just going to call her Cassie because I don't – it's close to that. Uh, so this Cassandra Cain? Oh, yeah, so it is kind of Cassie. Played yeah, okay. by Ella J. Basco. Yeah, so this kid is sitting on the steps and listening to her foster parents fight and just trying to stay out of the way. Black Canary takes pity on her, slips her 20, and just says, like, go out and buy yourself some food. So we just get a glimpse of Cassie's life. She will become important soon. All right. And Cassandra Cain is a Batgirl in the comics. She's one of them. She's the fourth fourth Batgirl. The fourth Batgirl. And not, not the best. Obviously, Barbara Gordon. OG is the best. You really do know your lore. Respect. I love Batman. That was our so that was our retro payoff to the screaming of the name Cassie in a police station yes. that we'll see later. Yes. Okay. So Rosie at the station tells her boss and also her ex girlfriend from the DA's office, played by Ali Wong for some reason, like she's barely in it, um, that she's been tracking Ewan McGregor. And so then she gives us all this exposition stuff. She says, he's been fired from the family business. Like I told you before, that's when we learn it. And now he's making a name for himself as a crime kingpin. I've been tracking all his movements. I've heard tell that there's a diamond shipment coming in. And uh, I need to, like, keep abreast of it. But they think she's a loon and, like, a quack detective with bad information. She says, no, it's all about this slaying of the Bertolini family. And so we flash back to many years ago, like 30 years ago, and this wealthy family was slaughtered by – they were a mob family. And so they were slaughtered by another mobster, like snuffed out completely. And the lore was that there was a diamond etched with the code to all their offshore banking information. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere that they had that. That's how they ha- remembered their passwords and stuff is they etched it into a diamond. Correct. And so this diamond the- is still in play and still being sought. And that's the diamond that Ewan McGregor is waiting on in this diamond shipment. Okay, according to Rosie Perez's opinion. 
Her investigation. Oh, Perez yeah. is reading a lot of information out of very few clues. Yep. She has it all raring to go. Like, we don't even see her learn that. She just knows it already. She feels it. Yeah. She's um, good at being a police officer. Two questions. Number one, Ali Wong is a is a more superior detective or she's the DA? She's from the DA's office. From the DA's office. Okay. And we didn't learn which mob family wiped out the Bertinelli's. We do. It's like not a name family that like means anything. Okay. Okay. I was like, like mob X wiped out mob Bertoloni, Bertoloni, whatever the hell the family name is in seeking this diamond, but that no one has the diamond to this day. Okay, and this may just be a spoiler that you were still going to pay off, but because Chris and I are looking at the IMDb page, and also because I don't give a shit, <laughs> Bertinelli is the Huntress's last name, so we can infer that she's the daughter of that murdered mob family. You may. You may do so. You How you like that, Rosie? <laughs> I'm now. Yeah, who's the detective now? But you're right. You, we don't know that yet in the movie, but you're right. Okay. I, I'm looking at the character names, you know? It's like... It's right there, yeah. It's right there. I'm a bloodhound. I gotta follow the clues. <laughs> yeah, so it's all it's Ali Wong and then also Rosie Perez's male boss. And so the backstory in them, much like Harley Quinn, was uh, Rosie and the boss who was at her, her partner at the time back in the day made like a big heist bust and he got all the credit and moved up the ranks and Rosie is still detective level. Black Canary and Chris Messina are instructed by Ian McGregor to go pick up the diamond. So it's like not... I was picturing, oh, it's going to be, like, at a shipyard or, like, where imports happen, like, in the dead of night. But it's none of that. They just go to, like, basically, like, a Christie's to go pick it up, um, like an office building. Um, but Cassie is there, and she run in, runs into them, and Black Canary catches Cassie almost pickpocketing Black Canary. But then Cassie successfully pickpockets Chris Messina. And he was the one who demanded that he hold on to the diamond, even though Black Canary was like, I was told by you and it has to be me. And he's like, well, I'm going to carry it. Like, I'm the right guy. And then he gets pickpocketed. <laughs> I'm he the right guy. <laughs> that's how he talks? <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Like, basically. But yeah. she's such a known pickpocket, and it's, like, one in many. Like, she's just walking down the street, like, nabbing everyone. She, like, gets a woman's watch in the same block. And so please catch up to her and arrest her. Um, just like a block or two away from Black Canary and Christmasina. So they see her getting pulled into the cop car, realize that she's pickpocketed them, but it's too late. She's now with the cops. And then... Did, did, um... When that happened, was it just sheer coincidence that Cassie and Black Canary ran into each other at this jewelry store? Yes. So then they realize So she gets locked up? Locked up? She gets locked up, but she finds a diamond and swallows it. Finds a diamond and finds the etchings on the diamond? I don't think they're that overt. But she just is like, oh, that's a big diamond. I'm going to go ahead and swallow that. Ooh, that could cut you. That could cut up your insides, Cassie. It's true. Hope, hope she's okay. Depends on what kind of a, a cut of diamond it is. So Messina doesn't even want to admit to Ewan that he had it in hand at all to get pickpocketed. He's like, we didn't even get it, boss. This kid stole it before we even had the chance. He doesn't sound like a very good right-hand man. Well, I just want to take the blame. This. I can't believe they're doing this to Zaz. Zaz is cool. And Christmas Cena is just not right. He's not right. That's okay. I'm over it. <laughs> it was strange. Okay, so now at this point, these two stories kind of now converge. We've gotten okay. to like the now police point of Harley 
that we had to go back to do this for. Yep. So she storms into the station. Almost. Well, hang almost. on. She hasn't, learned, like, she hasn't learned any of this yet. Yeah. Right. So we're almost leading up to that. So Black Canary contacts Rosie Perez, even though she had said she wouldn't because now there's a kid in play that she has empathy for. Yep. And she says, like, oh, we got to protect this kid. She has a diamond. He wants it. And I'm worried about her. And and you've got her. Like, the police have her. Uh, and meanwhile, Ewan has kidnapped Harley Quinn, like, with his goons. After all the fleeing and fending off, he is the mm-hmm. one to finally get her. Finally gets her. Yeah, so okay. she's tied up. One other question. Does Black Canary know that the diamond has the engraving, engraved codes and login passwords and usernames? No, I think she just knows that Ewan wants just it. diamond. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one really talks about the etching. It doesn't come up very much, but it is important, I guess, uh, for the long game. So... Harley overhears I'm talking about the diamond and she says, before you kill me, I'm just decided to start a new business. And she like whips out her new business card that has just been handwritten on. And it's like mercenary spelled wrong and like bounty hunter and all this similar types of jobs handwritten onto this business card. She's like, look, I'm just starting this new thing. I'll help you find the diamond. And if I do great. And if I don't, then you can kill me. How are they going to kill her? She's going to be like, at large again. She's like, you'll just find again. me again. Like, it'll be easy. You did it. And I don't have the protection anymore. It's <laughs> uh, so quite a suggestion. <laughs> well, he I goes for it. I wouldn't have seen that it. coming. He goes for it. He yeah. goes for it because why? He's, she's known as a good finder, I guess. Caught up to the prison break-in, which we saw before. So she bursts in, and it's like a gun-style <laughs> weapon, but it's not bullets. It's uh, like rubber. So painful, how, how but non-lethal. Know? How did she know that Cassie had the diamond or who Cassie is or that Cassie was arrested? Because Canary and Chris Messina see that happen. So they just like figure out her identity. They just look up like new arrests or they have a printout of her. It was like really offhand. They just know. Like, bing it. So she's like, I'll find it. And they're like, okay, well, you don't even need to find it. We actually know where it is. You just it's need a, to with go a there. Yeah. You just have to go there. <laughs> I'll go. And then she's like, I'll go there. Yeah, basically. All right. All right. But like none of that happens. But yeah, it must have happened. So she's just shooting everyone with these rubber bullets and uh, she's trying to flip the switch to like get access into the cells and none of it works. So she just bashes it with like a baseball bat or like the butt end of her gun, which I thought Mm -hmm. was fun because everyone's always like so good at stuff tech wise when they have no training. But she didn't pretend that she knew what she was doing. She just bashes it up and flicks everything until something starts working, which opens the cells for everybody, which is not what she wanted. I like that. Ooh. I like but that. She, so she's bashing like a like an electrical box or something? Like a yeah. like, like a, a recording studio switchboard. Oh, uh, ah, a control panel. Yes. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of Skyscraper when they just said, turn it on and off. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's basically all IT work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Did you update the drivers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do that. <laughs> okay, so all the sprinklers are on, the cells are all open, and so she gets in a waterlogged fight with all these bad guys because, like, many of them hate her too. Yep, that's fun. It was fun. So she gets in this brutal fight. Cassie runs off because her cell is open as well. Um, so after Harley Quinn, like, beats up everyone, she finally catches up to the kid. And basically kidnaps her. 
Okay. And the kid's like, why are you doing this? And she's like, well, because she cans her dynamite and it's like, throw that. And so they blow up someone chasing them. She's like, who did I just kill? And she says, well, it's either someone who's after me because they hate me or someone on the who's on the bounty for you. Because there's not only is Harley Quinn on the case, there's a 500 grand bounty on the kid sent by oh. Ewan. Diamond okay. etching username password bounty. Yeah. She's like, what do you mean? I'm not worth half a million dollars. She's like, yeah, well, the thing you swallowed is. So I oh, need she you. Knows. She knows she swallowed it, too. She tells she her. The everything. kid tells Harley. Yeah. Kid She's like, her. I can't okay. give it to you because I swallowed it. Okay. So she says, okay, there's two ways it's coming out of you, either with this knife or with this laxative. So she takes her to the grocery store and she's like, I choose the laxative option. But why are you shopping at this expensive store? She says, I'm not shopping here. I'm robbing here. And they, like, whimsically run out of the grocery store with the cart together and, like, all their goods, having a grand old time together. Shopping cart full of laxatives? Laxatives and groceries. Oh, they got some grocery. That's yeah. nice. Are they going to make, like, a like a dinner party? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe do a stir fry or something? <laughs> yeah, well, she takes her back to her apartment, and the kid... Uh, she's like, this apartment is, and Harley says, I know it's not much. The kid says, no, this apartment's amazing. How can I be more like you? So she's like enjoying the attention from the kid. And mm-hmm. also the kid has never heard of the Joker, which Harley likes. She's like, I've never heard of him, but he sounds like a dick. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It was, the relationship was pretty cute. Rosie's given the heave ho after the break in and like her poor work. I don't know why she takes the hit of it, but she's blamed. And so she gives him her badge, and then Harley's like, everyone knows that a cop isn't effective until they've had to turn in their badge. So, like, now she's <laughs> raring to go. It's <laughs> funny, too. Yeah. No, this That's movie's so... good. Okay, so back at her apartment, she and the kid are having fun. They're watching TV and playing with the hyena that now we know is named Bruce. Uh-huh. Um, and now we get a crossbow killer flashback. Uh, I don't remember why it happens. Maybe through Rosie Perez's exposition but yeah as you've already deduced she's the kid of that family and so everyone was being like sprayed with bullets and her mom gave her this toy car as like just look at this and think about this and everyone like falls on top of her and then one of the bad mob goons sees that she's alive but like helps her fake the death and then sends her to his family in Italy which is a family of assassins and she was trained there and, like, Arya Stark has been making her kill list and waiting for revenge all this time. And so does that explain the throat kill, the random throat kill, when she throat killed a guy who was going to kill Harley, I think? Yeah, it will. It does. We haven't quite gotten the full picture Sorry? yet. Okay. Um, and it's also, like, we get some fun with her because she's not good at being a villain. She's good at the fighting aspect of it, but she's bad at, like, the vocal stylings so we see her in the mirror practicing like they call me or like do you know who i am and like <laughs> the menacing aspect of it and she also does mm-hmm. it too late like she did it too the guy was already dead she's like do you know oh like that kind of uh, stuff which i thought was uh, yeah also quite good they're playing with cliche a lot in this you know like that line of this character choice and also like that line like Everybody knows a cop is only effective when they turn in their badge. Like, yeah. lots of uh, playing with tropes. It's a totally. delight. It is. 
Uh, so then we see the crossbow killer show up at Harley's apartment and talks to the restaurant owner and in his native tongue. And she's like, I hear, you know, everyone. And he says, I know everyone except you. And now this part, I don't quite understand because minutes later, Harley's apartment gets blown up and we learn that the restaurant guy who seemed to be like very supportive of her gave up her location because she comes running down. She's like, why'd you do it? And he says, it's only business. Now I can open a restaurant that's really nice, like uptown <laughs> with the money that so, was paid for your location. But I don't, I think it's a misdirect. I don't think it was the crossbow killer who bought the info. It just seems like it was. <laughs> well, Harley's very disillusioned by his behavior and his betrayal. And yeah. she's like, just very slumped down about it. And she says, sorry, kid. Like, that's just the way of the world. I'm going to give you up. So she calls you in from a payphone and says, I'll meet you at this abandoned theme park that she and Joker used to frequent. Like, meet me there in an hour and I'll bring the kid who's still Perfect. got the diamond. She still hasn't laxatived successfully. It can take time. Yeah. So he sends Black Canary and Chris Messina. And while they're driving, Chris Messina sees a text received by Black Canary that says, I'll meet you there. And from that, he deduces that Black Canary must be betraying Ewan McGregor. So he like, pulls yeah. over. He's like, I got to pee. Pull over. And then she pulls over and he calls Ewan McGregor and he says, she's betraying us, boss. What should I do? Should I kill her? And Ewan says, no, like, just stay the course, but I'm coming too. I don't want to spook you, but your impression of Chris Messina's character is really good, and I hope you keep doing it. Yeah, it's uncanny. <laughs> uncanny, except we've never seen the movie, but how we imagine him to be. It's like I see his face when you do it. And that stupid bleach blonde hair. I mean, it's a lot. And the teeth. I gotta pee. Oh, God. <laughs> Just so. like Chris Messina would. So they're bunked up, bunkered up in, like, this funhouse part of this theme park, and Harley tapes the kid to the toilet, which was funny, but also gross. <laughs> I know how you, yeah. you know how you feel about movements. It's a theme park toilet. <laughs> no, it's a toilet in the theme park. <laughs> the toilet itself well, is not whimsical. <laughs> no, but, I mean, it's probably that's, dirty. Yeah. It's used yeah. by a lot of people. Yes. And it's abandoned, so it's even more dirty. Maybe there's squirrels living in there. Could be. I think is the plumbing even on? Who can say? Exactly. And yeah, and here she is. Gotta deposit a diamond. She has no choice. <laughs> it's probably best if it doesn't flush. True. That's true. I was I didn't want to ask about the logistics, but I yeah. Well my, my, my hasn't thoughts happened went there. yet. So Rosie shows up, she's the first to arrive after Harley and the kid. They get into a fight and Harley kicks her through a window and she falls. It doesn't we don't see how far down, but down enough where she probably would have died, but she didn't. Um, she's <laughs> gone for a bit, for a short amount and, of time. Oh, I'm glad Rosie's not dead. Uh, wh- why did they they fought? Like, Harley was not expecting to see Perez there. Right? No. That's a surprise. So Har- Perez was like, give me the girl. And Harley yeah. kicked and She's like, you window. again? And they fight. Gotcha. Okay. So now Messina and Black Canary arrive. He's mad. He thinks Black Canary is betraying them. And so he says, you have to gut the kit. Here's the knife. Like, you want to prove yourself? Get the diamond. Mm-hmm. And she obviously refuses and trying to talk him down. And he also uh, shoots Harley with a, like a pen poison dart thing. So she's like kind of incapacitated and he starts moving her mouth for her. Like a pan puppet style. 
Why? For Just a joke? Be a dick, yeah. Oh. What does he say? Just like, oh, hi, Chris. Nice to see you here. Yeah, I can't fight you back. It's like stupid, like nothing. Just teasing <sighs> stuff. I see. Disrespectful. Okay. Yeah. Just to, and that, I guess to make, maybe make Black Canary mad? I don't know. Yeah, to make her maybe feel vulnerable? I don't know. He's got his own thing going on. <laughs> yeah, he's in a different vibe. Okay. Have they movie? found, have they found, is, is this all happening with Cassie still, is Cassie secreted away still, or have they found her? No, she, the they've toilet. found her. She's taped to the toilet. Like, she, he says, got her. Like, she's right there. She's right there. Yeah. She's watching all this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she hears it all happen and she's scared, but she can't move because she's taped. Like, taped. Like, duct taped around and around and around to the toilet. Been there. Probably no <laughs> pants. <laughs> yeah, that too. What a vulnerable Never state again. to be in. <laughs> what a pickle. So she refuses to gut the kid. Chris Messina's gonna, about to do it himself when Crossbow Killer arrives and shoots him. Dead? Dead. Yeah. Throat. Yeah. Throat kill. She, she then, always does the throat. Yeah. Rosie climbs back in and she's like, you, <laughs> the crossbow killer. I've been looking for you. And she says, I'm not the crossbow killer. I'm Huntress. Like she's been <laughs> practicing it. And they're like, no, but the crossbow kills. She's like, I'm the Huntress. It's not. And they're like, you nice little bone arrow. She's like, it's not a bone arrow. It's a crossbow. I'm the Huntress. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should have played this role. <laughs> yeah. This role uh, and Messina. Double. <laughs> yeah. Double. I've. Um, I like this performative spoiling. Thanks. So she says, okay, well, now that I got Chris Messina off my kill list, I've hit them all. So we see the slaughtering again of her family one more time. And so all the guys, Messina was one of them. The face tattoo guy was one of them. The restaurant guy was one of them. So they're all part of the bad mob crew that gunned down her family. Got it. But not Ewan. Not Ewan. Not Ewan. Because he probably wasn't in crime. He wasn't in crime at that point. He was in... The makeup industry or whatever his business <laughs> yeah. is. I think it is yeah. makeup. <laughs> That's amazing. Really? I think so. Yeah. Like his family enterprise is cosmetics? Makeup. Yeah, I believe so. Yes. The Sionis, Sionis Enterprises? Yeah. Sionis um, Beauty. Sionis Pharmaceuticals? Maybe think, that's I why he likes masks so much because he's in that like face overlay world. Oh, like he does like those sheet masks a lot also? Well, just like makeup is a mask of its own. That's right. Tweaking. Tweaking yeah. one's face. Yeah, he's into faces. He's, yeah, he was his face was... removal, face improvement, face coverings. Okay, so Rosie says, no, you haven't gotten your kill list because Ewan McGregor is funding all this and he wants a diamond. What do you think he's going to do with it? So like put him on the list. Like we're not done here. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, put him on your kill list. Yeah, like or like don't consider this villain. over. Yeah. yeah. And so then the kid has been uh, taken detaped by now, and she looks down from this funhouse and says, "Guys, you really need to come over and stop fighting and take a look at this." And they look down, and Hugh McGregor has now shown up with basically like hundreds of mercenary men that he's hired on the fly. Okay, and you and you said that Cassandra got out of her tape. Yeah, I think Black Canary cut her from it okay. eventually. Still hasn't pooped. No, confirmed. Okay. Thank not. you. I wanted to ask when you <laughs> when when you said come take a look at this. I thought she was going <laughs> to ask them to look in the toilet. Yeah, me no. too. No, no, no. <laughs> Check down, this out. Down stairs. <laughs> hey, everyone, check this out. 
stop the fighting. So then Harley says, guys, we're really outnumbered and we're screwed. And the only way out of this is we've got to band together and fight as a team. Like, are you guys in? And Rosie's like, I fine. Black Canary's kind of into it. And then Huntress is like, sure. Yeah. What? Because she really has no idea what the like larger picture is beyond her kill list. But she can see that they're outnumbered. Then it's probably a good idea. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, Huntress, you're going to, it turns out you're actually going to get very interested because inside the young girl is a diamond and engraved on that diamond are the usernames and passcodes to your dead family's fortunes. Yeah. They don't even bring that up yet. Okay. Um, I guess maybe they have, I guess Rosie explained it, but it's really off the cuff. Like they don't go into detail of what that means to her. They got other things to do right now. She's in fact the most involved of all of them. True. Little did uh, she know. Okay, so it's Black Canary, Huntress, Rosie, Harley Quinn, and Cassie. Team yes, up. correct. Five five person team up against Roman Sionis and his goons. And team, yeah. And team. how many how many goons do you think he has? So, like a hundred goons. Oh wow! Okay. okay, that's a lot of goons. Even if they are goons, goons are a dime a dozen in this world, as we know. In Gotham City, as they yeah. say, gooms, gooms. <laughs> <laughs> As say, you know what they say about gooms in <laughs> Gotham City I don't need to tell you anyway moving on sure don't okay so Harley says great then I think this will be what we need and she like dramatically opens a cupboard she's like will this do and Hunter says no it really won't and then Harley looks and she's like god damn it he took everything so Joker cleaned out their weapons cache that she was relying on because that used another, to be one of their, like, stockpile locations. Another mm-hmm. fun moment. Totally. And then they find another case that has, like, just enough to get by of guns and just stuff like that. Just enough guns. All yeah. Right. Standard guns. Just yeah. Normal guns. Not Okay. So then I shouldn't really understand, like, the geography of this building, but they end up sliding down a funhouse slide, and Huntress ends up sliding on top of one of the first goons to kind of, like, break through and stabs him as she's sliding down on him and she's the last in the slide and as she comes out of the slide Harley just looks at her and says you are so cool and it was so genuine and earnest and I agreed wow that's great thank you for sharing that moment with us <laughs> yeah my and pleasure it sounds like it was a sweet kill yep like with the slide and all yeah it was cool so they it was like breaking through the the line of goons. It's like a phalanx of like a Game of Thrones like shoulder to shoulder lineup of goons. Well, the biggest fight happens kind of in like the funhouse part. So they slide down this like stripey slide into this main funhouse area that's got like the standard mirrors and like sound effects and clown apparatus. Mm-hmm. Clown so apparatus. Some, and so like mm-hmm. all the goons are flooding into that. So it's mostly, it's like a balletic battle of that, and each girl's kind of like shoving Cassie out of the way. At one point, Huntress gives her the same toy car that her own mother had given her, and she's like, you shouldn't see any of this. Just take this for good luck, and, like, and just look at this. Um, and so they're all kind of like passing Cassie around while killing everyone. All right. And at one and, point... And Black- Rosie's, in this, Rosie's in this mix, just 
yeah. firing, firing She's shots off? going for it. Yeah. They're all like hand-to-hand killing, weapons killing, a lot of kick killing. And at one point, Black Canary asks Harley Quinn, hey, do you have a hair tie? And she says, sure. And she gives her one and she puts her hair up. And I've never felt so seen. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you were having feelings in I this movie. I was deep into this movie. So then Sam lit her brassiere on fire. <laughs> but it was in a takeout and bag. Then, in a takeout bag. Which made it a lot more flammable. Yeah. Sprinkler system went off. Water pouring on everyone. Had to get out of her recliner. High kicks. High kicking all the way. <laughs> Roundhousing down the aisle. So the fight's going on. Yes. They're, like, yes. doing well. And then Black Canary says to Cassie, she looks over to Harley Quinn, who's now on roller skates. And she's like, when the hell did she have time to do a shoe change? Which I also enjoyed. Yeah. It. it is whimsical. It. Yeah. So basically they've killed all the interior goons. And now they're coming out of a tunnel kind of triumphantly. Ewan has not penetrated inside yet. He's still on the outside part. And what, Rosie... What do, we, do we cut to Ewan? Is he, like, rats? Like, what's happening with him? No, we don't see him the whole time. It's just okay. them fighting hard. Got it. Okay. And, but he's there. Like, as they come out of the tunnel, he's nearby. And we see him now. Okay. And mm-hmm. Rosie gets shot in the stomach. And then Harley starts kind of tending to her. And she says, look, aren't you glad you bored one of my shirts? Because it was, like, very uh, provocative. She says, it's bulletproof. So you're welcome. So she's fine. <laughs> but, like, kind of taken down a peg because it hurts to get shot, but non-fatal. Gotcha. What kind of a shirt was it? Like a bustier style. But he got her Bold right in the proof. gut. Yeah. What a wardrobe. Yeah. So, so sexy but bulletproof. Yes. That's cool. It was cool. So now like more goons from the outside are like coming towards them at the exit point of this tunnel. And Harley says, remember when I told you that Black Canary had quite the voice? Which I thought meant singing. Uh, Rosie's screaming at Black Canary, like, you know what you have to do. And so she's like, okay, everyone cover your ears. And then she emits this, like, blood-curdling, like, shattering scream that, like, messes up a lot of the guys. Like, they fly up into the air through the what? strength of her voice. It was the only supernatural part in the whole movie. Yeah, her canary cry was the result of her being cursed by the wizard during her childhood. The uh, wizard. <laughs> It's been retconned, so different versions. She's had it or not, but it is in it is in the it is in the lore. So we, I'll allow it. It's on uh, DCpedia. Yeah, yeah, you know it. It's um in the Marvel world, it, the character who has this power is Banshee. He can do a ah, scream. I'm familiar. Everybody. Yeah, he's a little. Yeah, he's the more uh, famous screamer of the screamers. He's a famous screamer. He's not yeah. a very interesting character because it's not a very interesting power. But agreed. Yeah, the power is yeah. lame. It is a lame power. He does it with his voice, what Havoc does with his mind. Yeah, exactly. Which is much cooler. Much cooler. Or Cyclops does with his eyes, which is still cooler than screaming. Yep. Still cooler, but also harder to uh, prevent. It feels like, uh, what's his face? James Marsden has to go to more lengths to, like, keep his powers at bay. It's true. He does. Um Every when his eyes are open, the lasers are coming out of them at all times. It's and no that's way why to he has live. to wear the glasses. It's no way to live. So whereas Black Canary can control it, she can choose to scream. It's not like every time she talks, everyone's like, "Oh God!" Yeah. And she does it once in this whole movie. She really, it's really choosy. 
And how did everybody know she had that power? It seems Only like Rosie... Rosie. I think Rosie knew it, and now that Harley's telling the story, she has learned it because she saw it. And Rosie knew it because she's an excellent detective. <laughs> yeah. She knew the mom. She knows the Canary Clan. Yeah. Plus, she's an excellent detective. That too. <laughs> Uh, rad. Okay, so Sonic Blast to the Sionis goons, or yeah. gooms. Sorry, gooms. Yeah, so the gooms are down, <laughs> but not Ewan McGregor. He's able to grab Cassie and shove her in the car. Harley yeah. roller skates after him, uh, trying to catch up, but she's hit by a car, another car, immediately, and then the Huntress comes on her motorcycle, like, skidding around the corner, and she's like, need a ride? And she throws her rope, and Harley... Basically, like water skis, but on her roller skates behind the motorcycle. Nice. Dope. Dope. It was cool. So they're doing their chase. She's water skiing behind, and then she screams, like, loop me or like flip me. And so <laughs> she does. So they go through like a lot of cool sequences <laughs> where Harley's like at the front and like they're doing all these motorcycle roller skate combo moves, but then finally she like swings her with the rope to get. Like, velocity to land on Ewan's car? Yeah, it's a propeller forward. Yeah. Like, she needs an extra boost. That. Yeah. You, That's you, dope. You get it. Science. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Inertia, uh, momentum. All centrif- of that. Centrifugal forces. Yeah. So, she, like, beats the new driver of Ewan's car, and Cassie's there screaming. She's like, I'm sorry, I tried to sell you out. And Cassie's yelling, and she's scared, and Ewan's laughing at her. Um, he parks and runs in to this gate and it's a foggy pier so she hasn't quite caught up to them like she's getting flown off or like banged off the car in her roller skates okay so now ewan and has taken cassie out of the car and run to a foggy pier yes and harley takes <laughs> okay. off her roller skates and now she's in socks okay so nice okay. following after them here's tend yeah. to be dead ends i don't know much from piers but I guess he's trying to hide in the fog. He's trying to hide in the fog, and the peers also got all these statues of other men, so he's kind of hiding his form amongst the statues. And we learned before that Harley only has one bullet from the gun that Rosie Perez gave her, so she has only one chance. And But with the statues, it's hard to kind of identify, like, what's man and what's statue. And she shoots the right area where he is, but she shoots the statue by mistake. He comes up behind it, and he's like, that was really embarrassing for you. Mm. And mm. does he have Cassie like under his arm or yeah, something? Yeah, like hostage style. Hostage style. Gun pointed to her head? Yeah, all that. Yeah, okay. Um, and she's now in her voiceover. She's like, they were, everyone was scared of Joker and everyone was now scared of Ewan McGregor. But really, they should be scared of me. And so she's like finally getting her like her own identity and her assertiveness. And she's yelling at Cassie, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have sold you out, but it's business. And the kids, Cassie says, if we're apologizing for stuff, then I should really apologize for something that I just did to you recently. Um, I'm sorry I stole your ring. And Harley says, my ring? I don't wear a ring. And then she looks down and she sees that it's the pole thing from a grenade. That was her way of saying, like, I have a grenade and I just took the pin out. Ah, it's all right. All right. I thought it was almost too subtle because she really only had uh, like one instance to get this right, but she like interprets it and then rushes forward, pushes Ewan away from Cassie, and then he explodes as he hits the water. I'd like to know more about this pier at a later time and what kind of a statue <laughs> statue pier 
we're dealing with here. It was it's like a an large outdoor museum. Pier. Yeah, kind of. How was uh, how was Harley Quinn able to just run up to Roman to say honest or Ewan? Sorry, Ewan McGregor. How was she just able to run up to him like that? Why didn't he shoot Cassie in the head? Because uh, he was like kind of listening and distracted by their like what sounded like nonsense. Okay. Yeah, he was distracted like just enough for her to get okay. the edge on him. Got it. He's not as good at riddles. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she yeah. knows the riddler. Maybe they've she probably spent does. time together. They maybe probably. they correspond. Maybe he runs They're riddles faster. He's like, "What do you yeah. think of this one?" Yeah. Like maybe they have a WhatsApp group. I'm like, hey, that. <laughs> what do you get from this one? How's it play? Yeah. She's like, honestly, no one would ever solve that one. So you can't use it because then you'll never get caught. And you secretly want to be caught because you have some deep psychological issues. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. There's a depth. There's yeah. a depth there. And she would say that because every once in a while she does psychoanalyze. Crew of the five of them convene at a restaurant and the kid finally passes the diamond. And while they're celebrating that uh, and like complimenting each other. Black Canary says to Huntress, you know, I do like the name Huntress. It is cool. And she's like, thank you so much. And I really liked how you were able to kick so high in those pants. <laughs> All right. I can see why you like this movie. <laughs> yeah. You, you love a high kick. I do. <laughs> and you love a, a clever, clever, uh, you know how you love love between two men? Yes. Um, I love nothing um, more. Yeah, but you also love a, an accurately portrayed um, lady moment Yeah, between two ladies. It's not the same, but it's it's in the same direction. The kid's so in the bathroom do, yeah, yeah. doing her thing. And she's like, Harley, can you come and help me? And so then we see them run off through the back of the restaurant and they steal Black Canary's car. And Harley and her voiceover is like, I know, you're probably thinking I shouldn't have done that. But, you know, I'm still me. And then we get an <laughs> epilogue of them. Uh, Rosie quits the force because she doesn't want, like, the the male that got credit back in the day. He gets credit for this bust instead of her. She's over it. I believe she had already turned in her badge, no? I think she had turned in her badge for, like, a temporary leave, and now she's, like, full quitting. Oh, it was the symbolic turn-in. She was like, suspended. take my badge. Like, she no, took a few it days a, off. It was a real suspension, right. and now it's a quitting. Good. And so the three Keep of them, the Black Canary... Huntress and Rosie Perez, they join up to become vigilantes funded by the Huntress because, as you correctly identified, she will get her family fortune back. How will she get her family fortune back? Didn't Harley Quinn run off with the diamond that has the usernames on it? They off-screen deal with that. We see that. <laughs> Harley. She gets the codes to the banking, and Harley pawns the diamond itself. She says, she calls up the Huntress and is like, okay, the password is... Do you like to party? One word. <laughs> all lowercase. Huntress writes that all down. <laughs> and then Harley Quinn pawns the diamond. Yeah. And then Harley takes on Cassie to be her apprentice. And they're driving off and having a grand old time. And she's branded her business card like a little bit more professionally to do this bounty hunting, mercenary, whatever, freelance work. Yeah. And then everyone waited for the whole full credits. As yes. you do for these types of things. And then in her voiceover, again, at the very end, she's like, you chumps are still here? Well, okay, fine. If you've waited all this time, I'll tell you a little secret. Did you know that Batman? And then it hard cuts. 
green tower alone on the sea. Dark side of me, love remains a drug that's the high of the bill. But did you know that when it's slow, my eyes become larger, the light that you shine can't be seen. The more I get of you, the stranger it feels. Yeah. Now that your rose is in bloom, a light hits the gloom on the A man can tell you so much he can say. You remain my power, my pleasure, my pain, baby. To me, you're like a grown addiction that I can't deny. Won't you tell me is that healthy, baby? But did you know that when it snows, my eyes become larger? The light that you shine can't be seen, baby. I can pay to a kiss from a rose on the green. Ooh, the more I get of you, the stranger it feels. Yeah. Now that your rose is in bloom, a light hits the gloom on the green. This man can tell you so much. I can say, you are my power, my pleasure, my pain. To me, you're like a grown addiction that I can't deny. Won't you tell me is that healthy, baby? But did you know that when it snows, my eyes become larger. The light that you shine can't be seen, baby. I can pay you to a kiss from a rose on a green. Ooh, the more I get of you, the stranger it feels. Yeah. Now that your rose is in bloom, a light hits the gloom on the green. Yes, I can pay you. Ooh, the more I get of you, the stranger.
the glue on the grave.